This is Conversations with Corliss, the leadership podcast that gives you real and authentic advice that can help you change your life for the better. Here we will listen to stories and have conversations with people who are just like you, people who are chasing their dreams and making them happen. Your host, Corliss, is a modern-day purpose-driven leader. As an entrepreneur, she has developed a multi-million dollar business, leading thousands of people to discover their potential and reach their personal goals, all while balancing the responsibilities of raising her three children. She is a powerful, inspirational speaker, a certified success principles coach, and the founder and CEO of Corliss Co. Consulting, Incorporated. Hi, everyone. This is Conversations with Corliss, a real leadership podcast. Here we will talk about all the things it takes to bravely lead the life you deserve. Welcome to the conversation. You may have guessed it. My name is Corliss, and I created this podcast simply because I want to help people and make a bigger impact. You see, one day I woke up in my 40s and realized time stands still for no one. I found myself coasting through life feeling unfulfilled, and deep inside, I knew there was more to me than I was living. I went looking for answers, and I found them by listening to inspiring people and having meaningful conversations. That is what we will do here for you. Whatever you are looking for, I am glad you are here. Aging has given me the invaluable insight that we should make every moment count. It's time to take charge of your life, to rise up and be all you can be. This podcast is meant to help you do that. So let's get started. This is episode 008, Maintaining Your Health and Wellness in Both Ordinary and Extraordinary Times with Luann Ferner. It is March 2020, and I think it's fair to say these are extraordinary times. With the chaos of the pandemic upon us, we are all trying to handle change. Disruptions have happened in our work. We're trying to find a new structure at home. There is worry and stress about finances, and there is no real solid plan in place yet to give us the certainty that we're looking for. It can be a lot to manage. Life always has highs and lows, and I think for most, when there are lots of demands, taking care of yourself may make its way down on the list of priorities. Have you ever sacrificed your own personal well-being to take care of your family, your home, or to develop your career? I think most of us have. In today's conversation, we want to help you understand your body, recognize the signs it gives you, and to offer you basic steps to maintain your health. As a wise person once said, if you don't make time for your wellness now, you will be forced to make time for illness later. We would like to help you avoid that. Often, we don't appreciate our health until we don't have it. We can just take our bodies for granted, and when we do, we neglect the one thing we can only ever have one of. Think back to a time when you were ill enough not to be able to do anything. Perhaps you couldn't go to work, take care of your family, or do the things that you enjoy. That wasn't good, was it? I bet you were wishing you had your health back. Well, it's when we have our health that we should not only appreciate it, but care for it so that we don't have regrets later. In times like these especially, we must keep our health a priority and pay attention to the signs of what it needs to maintain health. Today's guest has a master's of science in genetics, but that didn't help her in 2018 when she couldn't get out of bed to go to work. At 35 years old, she could barely summon the energy to move, let alone get a three-year-old and 14-month-old ready for daycare. 
Her fancy education wasn't helping her, and that was when she realized her body was like a science experiment. It was sharing information with her, and she had to figure out what it meant. When traditional medicine was unable to offer her solutions or identify the problem, she turned to her naturopath and educated herself. Enrolling in nutrition and health coaching programs, she began the simple but hard work to regain her vitality and address the root causes of her health issues. She had ignored the signs for too long and decided to take control of her health by seeking information, changing her habits, and learning what her body needed. She had forgotten that famous line heard on all airplanes, put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. At that pivotal moment, lying in bed, contemplating quitting her job because she didn't have the energy for life, she realized it was time to put her oxygen mask on. She began a journey of unbelievable healing and personal development. She now wants to bring what she's discovered to help others. Food was not her enemy. It was giving her information and she had to learn what her body was saying about it to respond to its needs. Her hormones didn't make her weak, nor did they need to be suppressed or controlled. They needed understanding, love, guidance, and support, and once nurtured, they made her invincible. Through her extensive education and personal experiences, she is here today to help you understand your body, its messages, and how to write your own story of vitality and thriving. Welcome to the show, Luann. I am so happy that you are here. From your introduction, it sounds like your personal experience with getting your health in check has led you down a path to help others do the same. Perhaps there is purpose to the pain. Can you expand on what it is that you do and why this work is so important to you? Oh, thanks, Carlos, for having me. Uh, There definitely was purpose to my pain. Um, I do what I do because when I was going through my healing journey and I was at the lowest of the low, both physically, mentally, and emotionally, and I was incapable of caring for my family, the only support I got, aside from my incredible husband, was that this was just part of being a mom and I should just go on being how I am and just get medication to regulate myself, that there wasn't really anything I should be worrying about besides medication. But I just had this inner visceral feeling that there had to be a better way. And I wasn't going to subscribe to that way of life. And as I went through my healing journey and started seeking answers and healing my body by overhauling my diet and lifestyle, and I really just became this whole new person I didn't even know existed, there was this inner light and passion that grew and surged within me. And I knew it was my purpose in life to share this knowledge with other women. And then as I talked to other women, I realized that as a collective, we, we accept and suffer from a broad range of symptoms that we've just assumed is normal and part of aging or part of the postpartum experience, but they're not. And we've integrated that into our belief system that we should, that this is just normal, but it's really not normal. It, it's common and lots of us suffer from it, but it's not normal. And so I don't, want to let women accept that as their fate. And so I want to help women understand their bodies and take back ownership of their health. Wow, I can definitely hear this is purpose driven. That's for sure. And I'm so glad that you're here. And, and I think the the couple things that I wanted to just say right off the bat is that sometimes it's women who are struggling, there's probably men in the audience that are feeling the same thing. And I think overall, the idea here is for you to understand that your body's talking to you, there are signs. And even though we're taught to be strong, 
as individuals and to just keep pushing forward no matter what. It's better to actually listen to your body and and take ownership of all, all aspects of your life, including your health, so that you don't end up just ignoring the issues and just accept you know, whatever it is that comes to you and, and you have to suffer through it. There is an alternate way. So I, I'm really glad that you're here and you're going to share with people a little bit about how they can do that. So what are the most common things that you've noticed with the people that you work with who have declining health? Like, where does this all begin? So I, t- I work with women and they typically come to me because they're having hormonal issues. And so things that I see commonly are digestive issues, so constipation or diarrhea, bloating, cramping, a brain fog, lack of memory, ability to just like focus on your day, insomnia, fatigue, unexplained weight gain, and obviously extreme moodiness and unmanageable PMS symptoms, and just a general sense of lack in their quality of of life and their quality of health, and even in their emotional fulfillment. So they come to you with these symptoms and where does it usually begin? So what do you think it is the issue as to why health declines in the first place? Oh, so there's lots of, I, I think unmanaged stress would be a huge one. A weakened digestive system as we age, our digestion naturally weakens. Then we can be, we become nutrient devoid. And so we have micronutrient deficiencies. And so our body's not working optimally anymore. And there's just a maybe a sense of lack of movement because we're getting so we're usually within our careers and our families. We're not taking the care we need of ourselves and our bodies anymore. So choosing uh, an unhealthy diet, which a lot of times, I mean, let's be real here. The fact is, is sometimes when we've got so many things going on, it's easier just to grab that processed something or we don't have time to meal plan. So diet can suffer Um, exercise. It's like by the end of the day, maybe you're just too tired to even, you know, muster up the energy to be able to exercise. So that's kind of the basic things of where it begins. And when you said unmanaged stress, what do you mean by that? Well, I think we're under a lot of stress and we don't even realize it. Like just your day-to-day stuff, like trying to get kids in cars and into work on time and be this uber productive person society expects you to be every single day and then come home at the end of the day and have a cooked meal on the table for everybody with a smile. And, and that's incredibly draining on, on anybody. For sure it is. For sure it is. And I think even acknowledging that to ourselves, I feel like we're a a lot of us are just wonder women out there. We're just like doing it all. And we even don't even recognize how amazing it is that we're able to coordinate and organize and do all the things that we do. Right. Yes. So let's start with, you know, how people can avoid illness and maintain their health. So where does it even start? So we know that some of the common things are, you know, diet, stress, exercise. Where do we even begin to be able to avoid illness in the first place? You need to be able to self-reflect on that for sure. Um, But I mean, we live in a great age where you can go on the internet and Google any symptom you have, but you would definitely want to start looking first at your nutrition and lifestyle and how is it, is it serving you? Is it not? Do you need to make changes? Are you really, this is where you like some deep reflection work has to come in and you really got to be honest with yourself. Like, is that, that beautiful, delicious bowl of pasta serving you or not? And it might be, and it might not be. And then reach out for help. 
there's you need to be engaged in taking care of your health proactively. And so you, you need to find people that can support you. And it might be your doctor, it could be a naturopath, it could be a nutritionist or a health coach, or maybe even an acupuncturist. Um, and then be definitely be curious about your body and like, what is this? What is this trying to tell me? And what can I learn from this? And what if I tried this? And would that, does that make me feel better? Does that make me feel worse? So just sort of those kind of things, just being really engaged in knowing that you know your body better than anybody else. And so you need to take ownership of your body and your health. So what I'm really hearing here is three key things. So I want to just bring it right back for the audience. I've always taught that awareness is the first step to all change. You can't change something if you're not aware of it. So paying attention to the signs of what your your health, your body is telling you, pay attention to those things. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I love what you say about ownership because the first principle that I teach as a success principles coach is to take 100% responsibility for your life. That includes your health. If something isn't going well in your health, take responsibility for it and then seek the resources, whether that be the professionals that you've referenced or if it's just accessing information that's out there, there is all the answers out there. If you don't know what someone does. So it's a matter of being aware of what's going on, taking responsibility for your own health and ownership of that, and then seeking out resources from credible places of something that can help you and just becoming invested in your own health. Is that a a fair summary of what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. It is very eloquently said. Thank you. (laughs) Beautiful. Good. So let me uh, true confession time here. (laughs) As a woman, I have noticed my body's needs are changing as I age. And honestly, sometimes I feel like my body is being controlled by my hormones completely. Perhaps other listeners feel that way as well. I honestly have never experienced this before. Most of my life when I would hear, you know, somebody was overreacting and it was blamed on PMS, I would just think that's just not true. Like that that just doesn't even exist because I personally never experienced that. But suddenly my body's changing and I'm noticing over time that it is actually a real thing and that there is certain days where I just can't even take manage my own life. I'm just like, I just need a day off today. And my hormones are just taking over completely. So can you help us understand this? Because like I said, awareness is the first step to all change. So can you help us understand, you know, the hormone health, because it's something that you specialize in, perhaps you could give us some insights for the women who are out there struggling with it as I have. (laughs) <laughs> well, you're very lucky to have never or not had to have struggled with it for as long as many of us have. <laughs> um, Agreed. And, so many, we all feel, I think, at some point that our hormones are betraying us. Um, and that's, there's this, again, that there's this pervasive cultural idea that we're supposed to have cramps and be moody and gain weight and be at the mercy of our hormones. And there's no real education given on what our hormones do, how they work with each other. When they're out of balance, what does what are those symptoms look like, and how to bring them back into balance without the use of pharmaceuticals or suppression techniques to just push them down and forget about them? Um, so your body, in terms of hormones, your body's not betraying you, but it's telling you something. So again, it's about taking ownership and listening to your body. And when you can get those hormones in balance, you're gonna like it's incredible. I feel like I always try to tell people. 
it's like a Tampax commercial where you're like that girl in white running around happy. It exists. It's really true. Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, so I would just, I think the first point would be if you're starting to have those symptoms, I would start with tracking. When are you getting those symptoms? And where are you in your cycle? And then at that point, you can start teasing out if you're having a hormonal imbalance and what that might be. And then looking for options. And that's funny that you say that because I personally started paying attention to that. I was getting a lot of headaches. I was just getting these headaches that were just so intense. And I've had headaches before, but I started to notice there's a pattern to this. I'm getting them much more often. I started paying attention to it. And sure enough, it was linked to, you know, things that were going on in my cycle and with my body. So it was helpful to do that. So I like that first basic step to to listen to or to pay attention to and where to begin, I suppose. Now, if you were to add to that, like what are basic steps that you could offer to everyone who's listening? So tangible things that they can do right away to maintain their personal health, because it might not necessarily be just hormonal health. Perhaps while you're you know, stressed out and you're having all of these different symptoms that are showing up, how can you take responsibility for it? And how can you, um, what are the tangible things that they could do to begin? Yeah, so irrespective or irregardless, I suppose, of uh, whether you're dealing with hormonal issues or not, there are definitely steps you can take right now that will improve your overall health. And one would be to reduce your stress. And we're actually in a really unique time right now with the whole COVID-19 stuff going down where we're actually being forced, we're getting obviously very stressed out. So we really at this point have to learn how to manage our stress, but we're being forced to slow down. And so that's wonderful because now it's a, it's a great time for us to start doing breathing techniques or maybe a five-minute morning meditation. And you can find those for free on Google. Um, connect with friends through social media. You know, Skype, we're so fortunate to have social media right now. Could you imagine if we didn't? It would be, it would be very difficult. Um, so reducing your stress would be like my first top thing that you should do to help with overall health. Because stress is an incredibly nutrient-depleting event in your body that creates inflammation and can create a whole bunch of illnesses. So really managing stress is probably the number one. Then the next one you really want to focus on is having good eating habits. So when you sit down to eat, take some nice deep breaths, get your body relaxed and ready to receive the food. Chew your food well. Pick foods like lots of vegetables and fruits and Healthy fats, and those include avocados, nuts, seeds, oils, olive oils, uh, coconut products, some good quality meat, if you can. And, you know, that's pretty hard for some people right now, maybe just getting even the basics right now at grocery stores. Um, But quality meats such as pasture or organic or grass-finished meats have a better nutrient profile than conventionally raised animals. And so they actually have more nutrients and they're more uh, anti-inflammatory than pro-inflammatory meats that you can get at the grocery store. The next step would be to rest. And again, we're at a great time where we're being forced to rest. And so just, you need to get sleep. Your body needs that time to recover from the day. And then I, for me, a big one is movement. Find something you enjoy, whether it's dancing in the kitchen or doing a yoga video, maybe a high intensity interval training online while you're stuck at home. (laughs) 
I think that's where I would, that's, those are my four things would be reduce your stress, good eating habits, rest and finding movement you enjoy. Mm, I, yeah, I like the summary that you've done there. Those are all very um, practical things. Like anyone can do those things. And those are just the basics of, of good health, right? They are. Yes. I really love the way that you found the blessing in the pandemic as well. It's forcing us to slow down. That's a blessing. And, you know, in my own life experience, what I've learned is that through the most difficult of times, there is always a silver lining. There is always something good that comes out of it. And perhaps this is one of the things that our community, world community, needed right now. So I like, I like what you said there about that, too. And also your points, of course. Are you someone who wants to learn to lead yourself and others? If you are, I want to invite you to get my digital course. This is a personal development program you can work at your own pace in the comfort of your own home. My listeners get a discount of $20 off the entire program using discount code PODCAST. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T. With your purchase, you will have access to the program forever, so it will bring you value for a lifetime. I believe the best investment anyone will ever make is in themselves. If you agree with me, head on over to corliss.ca to purchase your Lead Your Life course today. Uh, One other thing that I did want to just ask you, you know, overall in general health, do you believe that your mindset and how you're, you know, caring for your emotional health kind of works hand in hand with your physical health as well? Absolutely. Actually, I think the emotional health has a huge role. And in my own personal experience with my journey, the moment I started meditating was the moment that I started to see exponential gains in my healing journey. And I was very resistant to the fact that I'm like, meditation, nah, no, I... People, that's just, that doesn't make sense. But the second I started doing it and I just started three minutes a day in the morning and it was enough to like elicit these huge positive changes. I noticed my relationship with my kids changed, with my husband changed, with my work changed and everything just flowed so much nicer and so much easier. Okay, we got to dive into this just a little bit more because when people hear meditation, I think generally what happens is they resist it, kind of like what you're referencing and you're a true testimony to that. And I think what I'd like to do is just kind of talk a little bit about how. So how did meditation help you? Because I think a lot of times people think it's like some voodoo thing and really it's not. It's about centering your thoughts and about keeping your mindset strong, but also keeping your emotional health connected to your physical health. So is that kind of how you see it too? Or what's your perspective on that? That's how I see it. It it set the intention for my day. If that makes sense. Like I, I woke up and I decided this was how I was going to feel. And this was, and you just, you just created that feeling within you and you carried it outward to other people and it didn't last all the day and it didn't last all times and I, I still got angry and you know it felt frustrated and mad but my comeback time and my turnaround time to getting back into that calm centered me uh, improved with meditation and how did that play out with your physical health so let's just make the connection here because we're talking about physical health and listening to the signs in your body so if someone were to practice 
you know, meditation, if they were to practice keeping their mindset, you know, positive and enlightened and intentional, how does that connect to the physical aspect of it? Sure. Yeah. So when you're, you're in that state, and you're, you're calming, you're bringing down your cortisol levels, right? So you're decreasing your stress. And when you decrease your stress and your cortisol levels, you have more resources to send to non-essential parts of your body. So for instance, hormones, your hormones aren't necessary for you to survive. So if your body's constantly perceiving that you're being chased by a tiger, it doesn't care about reproduction or what the hormones can do for your skin. So it's going to shut down production in your hormones. But as soon as you relax and calm down and de-stress, you can then start reintroducing normal body functions so that your hormones become back in balance and your skin looks nice again and your bones are strong again. Your digestive system is more relaxed and working optimally. That makes a lot of sense. I love the way you put that together. It's really true. And and just to add to that, I think we're one whole being. You know, a lot of time when I'm coaching people, it's like you can we can think that we can train and compartmentalize things, but you really can't because you're one whole being. Like one is one thing is going to affect the other. It's kind of like the domino effect, right? It's like what's going on in your you know, spiritual, emotional, and mental health is going to affect you physically. So I think if you can do some simple practice of keeping your emotional and, you know, emotional and spiritual health, I'm calling it spiritual, but perhaps it's just keeping yourself centered. If you can do that, it's going to show up in your physical health and you've even connected it, the, the physical benefits to that as well and how your body actually functions. Yeah, it it was amazing. I wasn't expecting that. Wonderful. So I have uh, three questions that I always ask at the end to all of my guests. But before I ask you those questions, I'm just curious if you have anything else that's just burning in you that you would love to share with the audience in in relation to our topic today. Mm, Yeah, you have a few, (laughs) but you know your body, you know your body best. And so always, always trust in your, your inner wisdom and your intuition. Don't let other people tell you otherwise what you're feeling is real and just keep seeking answers until you get what you need and always ask what can I learn from this and know that your journey it won't be linear so you'll take some steps forward some steps up and down left and right you'll feel like a bee but you'll eventually get where you need to be oh I like that a lot that's great So listen to your body and take the steps. Fantastic. So my three closing final questions are, first of all, number one, because this is a real leadership podcast, I'd love to know what is leadership to you? Leadership to me is someone being brave to have uncomfortable conversations to move the general collective forward and to a greater understanding and appreciation of one another and are you our unique capabilities. It's about creating a safe and nurturing environment that encourage others to show up as their most authentic selves and about being brave and trying new things and allowing others to try new things, even if they might fail and have the grace and compassion for both ourselves and others, for the courage that it took for those people to do those brave new things. That's just lovely. Thanks. That's really a great share. Thank you. Now, um, because we want to continue giving people resources to 
you know, call on and different things that they can do and practical things, I would love it if you would recommend one book and one podcast that has really inspired you or supported you in your own personal journey. Oh my goodness. So my book would definitely be Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. Uh, It sounds like it's just about birth control, but it's really about women's hormones at any age. And it's fabulous. It's kind of like a build your own adventure, depending on what your issues are. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And then my, right now, a podcast I'm really enjoying is from Tasty Yummies. It's called uh, Between Meals. And she talks about hormones and gut health. Oh, great. Okay, that's good. I could actually use that one myself. And sometimes as I'm working on my own physical health, I really am looking for resources like that. So that's a great share, of course. And I remember when you listened to my podcast and you were like, oh my gosh, I love it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that up. Uh, And obviously yours. (laughs) I'm totally teasing you guys. It's just that she happened She happened to message me because we've actually never met. So she messaged me and said, I just binge listened and I loved it. And of course, that led to a conversation about her sharing her wisdom here. So I'm totally joking about that. Now, the final question, and before I ask you that, I did want to give people a chance to connect with you if they want to learn more, if they want to connect, if they want to talk with you about something or just follow along, where can they reach out to you? Uh, they can reach out to me either on my website at luannferner.com, so L-U-A-N-N-E-F as in farm, E-R-N-E-R.com, or you can look me up on Facebook. Again, I think it's Luann Ferner Health and Wellness. I've changed the name a few times, so I have actually looked at it recently. That's where we're at as of today. So that's good. Now, the final question, it's a big one, and it's a tough one for most of my guests but I really want to narrow it down considering all of the highs and lows, everything that you've been through in your life. If you could offer up one piece of advice that you'd want to give to others, what would it be? Show up for yourself every day, no matter how small or insignificant that contribution may appear to be to you. Just show up for yourself and do whatever that small thing is. Great advice. Thank you again for joining us today, Luann. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for all of your insights. Thank you so much for having me, Corliss. Okay, take good care, everyone. See you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and it brought you value, make sure and share it with a friend or screenshot it and post it to your Instagram story or Facebook, tagging me at Corliss Co. I know the most precious of all commodities is your time, and I want to thank you all very much for spending this time with me today. Remember, you have the power to lead. Know your worth, embrace your value, see you have purpose, and be the leader you are meant to be.